All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. I personally love hearing Brian's retellings, especially with this particular lady, because she's spicy and fun, and I'm so excited to hear the story of their most recent time together. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is a great way to connect with other lifestylers, whether it's in your area, while you're traveling, or at an event. And you can see all of the events and clubs and everything else in your area by being on Cassidy.com. And right now, listeners of our show can get it free for an entire month. All you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com, click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage, and set up your profile. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to try it free for a month and start connecting with sexy people. So I'm exhausted. Fucking exhausted. <laughs> we had an event last night. We are very foolishly recording the morning after our event. Yeah. And I feel like I'm in a complete haze. I well, mean... Uh, we have no choice because you're going out of town tomorrow, but it's fucking bougie. <laughs> Going to the uh, the fucking Steelers Rams game in L.A. and the executive suite, and going to get the caviar and the lobster and the. I don't know about yard. caviar. Trust don't me, don't make it sound caviar. that bougie. You're gonna. I saw the pictures. You're gonna have caviar. <laughs> yeah, not, not not sitting with the riffraff. No chance you're going to be in the stands getting stale beer spilled on you, you know. I mean, honestly, that's kind of the full experience of an NFL game, though, no? I mean, I've been to other, like, baseball games. Unless you have beer spilled on you and you stuff a hot dog down your throat in five seconds, did you actually go to a baseball game? Or you have to perform the Heimlich on some dude that swallowed half a hot dog, been there, done that. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about that story. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That doesn't happen in the executive suites. That happens in the fucking stands. Yeah, I know. So yeah. I feel like I'm kind of getting, you know, I'm, I'm missing out on some some elements of this. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be missing much. Not in that fucking thing. But yeah, Leave it to ready. me to find something to complain about. <laughs> Listen, I'm, like, I, I'm not complaining at all. That's the only way to do it as far as I'm concerned. I've done, I've had both of those experiences and they're fucking amazing. But yeah, give me the sweet any fucking time. But you know what I'm more excited for? I'm going to one of the Vanderpump restaurants. I have no interest in that whatsoever. Oh my so. God, I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah, I know you are, but I could care less about that shit. But you're going to have a good time. I will be here rebuilding our studio, getting ready for all the video. I will have some fun. I'm going to get to play with Jade on Sunday. Which I'm so turned on by. I want to talk about that. Well, I have I, more to tell you, too. Okay, well, the idea of me being completely out of town and like doing my own thing and you're fucking maybe while I'm at the game or something or while I'm preoccupied, Probably, yeah. that's kind of hot to me. Yeah, so we uh, she is texting me relentlessly. We text you know, every day. But she sends me a message. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. Maybe it was yesterday. And she's like, hey, just want to let you know, I masturbated and had multiple orgasms thinking about you fucking me on Sunday. Oh, that's so fucking hot. She, so the next, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. You know, the next message <laughs> is, so since Brent is out of town, I know you don't have as much of a time crunch. I want you twice. I want you to come in my mouth the first time. <gasps> I'm like, uh, um, excuse me, ma'am? What like, a slut. I love it. She doesn't send me text messages. Because, like, I mean, in the event that somebody sees her phone, like it works, she can't, you know, it's is rare. It, hold on. Is it hotter to you that she is so like prim and proper? Yes. And anyone that sees her in her like normative life would think she's just the sweetest, like, she's not a mom, but she looks no. like a cute little soccer mom. Well, 
because of what obviously <laughs> I we know her. Obviously, she's a friend, so I know what her day to day life is like. Yeah, it's super fucking hot because I'm sure in her normative life there isn't a fucking chi- well. I know nobody knows like because her coworkers are constantly trying to set her up, and she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, that no, this isn't gonna work. That's yeah. cute, but no, thank you so much." So they, I'm sure they think, "Oh, you know, poor Jade. She just goes home to her cats, and you know, she doesn't have." It's like, no, you don't know. You don't know anything about her. Well, not only that, but I mean, they're probably trying to set her up with dudes that would bore her to tears well yeah she told me about the one guy and he's you know on paper solid solid player right but it's like yeah that, she's like no he he's not ready, for, no. <laughs> he's and, not ready. well because she genuinely she is the one person that like the one single gal that we know in this space that is 100 like look i am not a monogamous person i have done that that did not work for me i will never do that again i want to be in a hot wife relationship where i'm not getting in one and she's a she's hard nose man she's not fucking around good for her though better that than the alternative which is oh i want to be non-monogamous but i'm going to settle for a monogamous person right and then i'm going to be unhappy but it really it lends itself to kind of the part of the problem right she can't date someone that her co-workers set her up with because even if she likes the person he likes her and she goes okay here's the deal this is where i'm at she can't say that to somebody that knows someone she works with you know what I mean? I mean, if you're in a relationship with someone, you can. Yeah, but, but that could go fucking tits up, and then all of a sudden he's telling everybody, and then it's a fucking problem. That's very true. She yeah. can't. She can't afford to do that. So it's a bad. <laughs> it's a shit situation for her. You know. Well, she'll find the right person yeah, when it's the time. Listen, the universe delivers her. when you're supposed to receive things. I told her. I think she ends up meeting this person because of you know coming to our events and meeting people that we introduce her to in the space because that's the only real kind of uh, involvement she has she because she has to be so private. So I, I think that's how it'll work out. She'll be fine. But meanwhile, I get the benefit of all of that. So, um, yeah, she intends apparently to be naked when I get there uh, Sunday. <gasps> oh. Um, she is worked up. She is raring to go. She d- does not normally text me like this this often. Like, this is a very rare thing for her. So, yeah, she's definitely, she's got some pent-up frustration. Well, I'm super turned on by that. Like, I, I and I even told you, I was like, you should do something naughty when I'm gone. And you're like, no, I'm just going to relax and I'm going to rebuild the studio and well, I'm going to do, do this. That. And I'm like, come on, man, live a little. Well, Get that send, dick wet. I'm going to send you some audio. We're going to do that. Ooh. Um, but it's going to be super fucking hot. I cannot wait. It's going to be fun. Yay. But I do have a shitload of work to do. We're in the studio right now. I'm looking around. I'm getting a fucking fever. Oh, I don't even want to fuck with this fucking place. Fucking horrible. I just, want to, I just want to leave it and move somewhere else. <laughs> I fucking hate it. It's driving me nuts. My ADD's kicking in so hard right now. No, me too. It's, I, it's almost hard to do this podcast right now because there's so much shit in here. I, I just want to turn the light. Can we just turn the lights off? We don't need the lights on to do the podcast. <laughs> I don't need to look at your face. Yeah, this is fucking... It's insanity in here right now. I can't fucking stand it. And we just brought more shit in. We should try to do that. Like, podcasting blindfolded. In the and see if it's like a different dynamic if we're not looking at each other. I'm sure we could. I mean, we could do it. Yeah, but would it be the same? Because I feel like a lot of our, a lot of the reason the show works is because of our chemistry. Is that the same if we can't see each other? I don't know. I guess maybe we can give it a shot. We'll try to do a bonus episode and see if we can (laughs) tolerate it. That's a really good idea. We should do that. A bonus episode in the dark? Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. It doesn't have to be like in the dark. We'll just put blindfolds on. Well, that's pretty fucking dark. Well, (laughs) yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll give that a shot. We'll see how it goes. Well, I'm very excited for this weekend. I'm going to go have some fun next week. I think I am finally getting back in the Hot Wife game yeah. because I haven't played in two weeks now. No. So it's been, I think, a needed break for me. I think I was a little bit, 
I don't know. I was getting very sensitive about things that I shouldn't have been getting sensitive about. I was getting very kind of emotionally wrapped up in things. And I find for me, when that happens, it's like, okay, now is time to like take a pause, step back, focus on our relationship, focus on work, focus on the things that make me happy, get back to a good mental space. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get, I mean, you definitely get in your head about shit when things aren't necessarily 100% in alignment with the way you think they should be. Yeah, because I'm a spoiled fucking brat and I want things my way. And when they don't go my way, I become a monster. Let's be real. Oh, yeah, you're a five foot tall monster (laughs) when you're either hangry or shit's just not going your way. People don't understand. No, the hanger thing is a real thing for me. No, they don't understand. I was talking to somebody who you are having a conversation with about potentially getting into some type of alternative external relationship. I'm like, bro, you don't even know. Like, you you don't know. <laughs> you have no idea what you're signing up for, man. You think that I'm this a is a walk in the most park? most of the time. Listen, 85% of the time. 85? 85% of the time, you are delightful. You are sweet and you're just loving and just a gem to be around. <laughs> Then there's the 15%. Where I'm a fucking gremlin. That makes me want to strangle you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, you are a nightmare. If you're First of all, you eat like a child. Let's yes. be honest, right? You, your behaviors are very childlike. Can't drive in the car without Dramamine. <laughs> you're a fucking disaster on the road. You can't, it just can't put you in the car for more than five minutes. Yeah. You eat like a bird. So you pick, well, actually, that's not even fair because birds birds eat their own, their weight and food every day. So that's not fair. You pick at everything, though. You'll have, like, pieces of uh, cheese <laughs> and, like, a piece of watermelon and a fucking cracker. And you think that's a meal. And then an <laughs> it's hour. It's amazing that I'm chubby with the way I eat. I got to be honest. <laughs> an hour later, you're like, I'm fucking hungry. Well, no shit. Because you had 12 calories all day. <laughs> You know, and you're a disaster to be around. You will not, like, you're uncooperative. Yes. You're that's miserably fair. uncooperative. Yep. You are just pissy. You know, it's like, oh, I, you have to be fed. You're a fucking child. I, you either need to be changed or fed. That's what has to happen. <laughs> no, my two are laid down for a nap or fed. If I'm tired or hungry, I'm a fucking monster. Yeah, you're terrible. Yeah, yeah. it's either take a nap or eat something. That's yeah, really literally like a toddler. Yeah, it's so fucking... And that's that's 15%. That's Brenda's 15%. But isn't that beautiful because it's so simplistic? Like, I require yeah, but very it's incredibly little. inconvenient. <laughs> because you do this shit at the most inconvenient times. We go to the club last night to host the event. We have to be there before 8 o'clock so we can get all set up. By 8.30, you're like, I'm hungry. You know why? Because you didn't eat all fucking day. That's why. And by 1 o'clock, you are a monster. And then you don't want to eat, obviously, because it's late and it's going to just lay on you. Yeah, so you just go the, to bed. Who the fuck eats at 1 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. and it's so then, Unless you're course, like a 16-year-old stoner or something. Yeah. And then we get up this morning. We're getting ready to record. You're like, I need a steak. Like, it's fucking 9 o'clock. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? We have work to do. So, yeah, you're, this is the 15% rule for you. It's the 85-15 rule for you. Well, I think the 85% is pretty fucking amazing, so you're welcome. It's stellar. It's the 15% <laughs> that makes me want to slip my wrists. Oh, yeah, it's I rough. think that's fair, and I think that's a relationship, you know? Nobody's going to be 100%. Is? Yeah. I, I feel like I have an adult child. Well. I'm supposed to be the one in Depends and, oh my you know, God, being whatever. rolled around in a wheelchair. I'm the old one. I should be all fussy. Well, you're much more forgetful than me, if that makes you feel any better. That's so. complete horseshit. You are so forgetful. You're out of your mind. 
this is how forgetful you are. You forget that you're the forgetful one. No, absolutely not. I'm the one that should be having eating disorder problems. Like, I don't, I forgot to eat. Eating disorder. Well, I forgot to eat and I'm hungry and, and I'm complaining. <laughs> you know, I need a nap. I'm old. I need, I need the naps. I don't even know what you're talking about. You're a master napper. Oh, I'll If kill there's a nap. anything you do well, it's napping. I will fuck up a nap with the quickness. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> but I'm old and I'm allowed. That's how this works. So I want to talk a little bit about the event that we had last night because okay. it was a really interesting... We always love our Thursday night events, but I felt like last night was a very different vibe than usual. It was. And I was kind of thinking as to why that is. I think part of it is that the vast majority of like our regular couples that come every time were not there. Um, it was a lot of out-of-towners, a lot of tourists, which was fun. I mean, it's always fun to like introduce people to completely new people and help people have kind of that Las Vegas experience and the lifestyle that's not the fucking shit clubs in town that nobody should be going to. You Never. know what I mean? Yeah. It's fun to see people come into like a classy atmosphere and be able to show them what Vegas can really bring as far as the lifestyle scene. But what did you think of the vibe last night? I'm just, it was very... It wasn't well, off. It was just different. No, it was unique in a couple of ways. First of all, there were a lot of out-of-town folks because there's a lot of shit going on in, in town right now. Um, but they were all seasoned people. Yeah, that's There were true. no rookies last night. Yeah. And you can always tell that by how quickly the playrooms get full at 10.01. Okay? <laughs> and that's what happened. So one minute I walked into the main room. It was maybe 9.45. Room was full. By 10.00. 05, there was no one in the common area anymore. It was like you and the bartender and a couple of people. You were talking to one of our friends. And then I start walking around. The semi-private room is fucking jamming. There's people all over the place. All the private rooms are taken up. It was it was full on. These were no rookies last night. Now, we had a lot of our regular single guys there and a couple of our regular couples, but mostly our single guys. And they were not to be found. Yeah, they, they they were gone. They Instantly were busy gone. all night. Yep. So there's something to be said for a room full of experienced, seasoned people, as opposed to having a mixture of trepidatious new people and people who don't really know what to do and you know who do we talk to and all that kind of thing. This was full on, straight up fucking out of the gate. We were wrapped up by twelve fifteen. Right. Which means between ten o'clock and twelve fifteen. Everybody got their fuck on, and they were on their way home to get tacos. It was over. It was done. <laughs> we should have gotten tacos. Yeah, we were, I was like, wow, that was crazy. It, literally, people coming out of the, the rooms, getting dressed, putting themselves together, boom, right out the door. Like, oh, we got plants. Like, holy shit, you folks weren't fucking around. Yeah. It was like there was no hemming and hawing. There was no getting to know you. Wasn't, you know, just yeah, no first, awkward silences. No, 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 no. They yeah. took that first two hours and really did, you know, obviously make connections and got after it. It was not, not that that doesn't happen a lot. But last night was extreme in that way. Yes. It seemed like everyone was really in a rush to get it on. Well, I had a really interesting conversation with a guy who was brand new. He had never been to any event before. Really nice guy. Well-dressed. He looked great. Very well-spoken. But he didn't get there till like 945. Always a mistake. Rookie and mistake. Yeah. So then it was like 1015 and he comes up to me. And again, it's literally me, the bartender, and one other couple sitting in the main room. Yeah. And he walks up and he's like, is it always like this? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, it's empty in here. Everyone went home i'm like home? no they didn't they're fucking man and he's like well how did that happen so quickly i'm like it didn't that's why we do two hours of socializing you know from eight to ten at our events for that reason so you can mix and mingle and get to know people and make those connections so that when the doors do open to the playrooms it's like it's fucking on there's no wasting of time literally just got this question from a single dude 
sent to me about how do I get involved when I go to these clubs? What do I do? How do I get noticed? Well, what you don't do is sit on your fucking hands in the corner and expect people to come over to you. Well, he was actually very conversant. I saw him going up to multiple people like as soon as he walked in the door, which I was very proud of because again, first time there, that's very intimidating as a single man. Yeah, but with 15 minutes left. But you only had 15 minutes to make a connection, man. Yeah, when you have the opportunity to get, and I said to him, if you go to an event where there's an opportunity for you to digitally communicate with people, like, like if you get put into a chat group, you need to take advantage of that. If there's a cocktail hour, like we call it, or a meet and greet prior to the event, you need to take advantage of that, especially if you're a single guy coming to a hot wife event. And I tell guys all the time who come to like our Thursday night events, these are seasoned lifestyle guys, not single dudes, seasoned lifestyle guys. Yep. They don't fuck around. These dudes are pros, man. Our regular guys, the the, the stable of dudes that come to our events, oh, our friends that travel with they us. They know fucking everyone. Well, it's not just that. They walk in. They are well-dressed. They are well-groomed. They smell good. They got a smile on their face. They walk in and work the room the minute they fucking get there. And you can't keep you can't keep up with that. If you're, if you're going to sit in the corner and you're going to wait or you're going to come in 15 minutes before the doors close, you are way behind the eight ball. You yep. are fucked up. Yeah, you yeah I just thought that was an interesting conversation because I don't think guys understand how important those socializing times are. No. It's essential. Truly, it is. <laughs> yeah, especially in a room. Listen, I get it. If you're going to an event and it's maybe not a, an established event, right? We have been doing the third Thursdays here for almost two fucking years. Yeah. If it's not an established event, maybe that's not the case. And maybe you don't know or the people aren't going to be as apt at what's going on. In this situation you're behind the eight ball. You got to get there early, man. Within 15 minutes of the doors opening, you've got to establish yourself or you're fucked or not is the problem. <laughs> that's you the know? problem, yeah. Yeah, you are going to be left out in the cold. And unfortunately, that's what happened with this guy. Good looking dude, well-dressed, very conversant. He was very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he was late to the fucking dance. Yeah. You know, that was the problem. Well, and I think he was kind of hoping to pick up on like the second wave of people. But what, what these like guys that. also don't understand is that the couples spend those two hours talking to most of the guys that they can yes. or that they're interested in. So they already have a second person to go to if they want to have a round two. Well, here's the other thing. And uh, I found this interesting because it was brought up to me last night by a couple. They liked the idea that the doors open and closed. In other words, for our events like Thursday nights or like if you come to Denver or whatever event you go to, the doors are going to close at a particular time. The club doors, right? Once those doors close, nobody else gets in. And it's very clear. Doors close at 10, playrooms open at 10 for like our Thursday nights, for example. So between 8 and 10, you can enter the building. After that, you don't get in. So there is no revolving door of people coming in at 11 and 12 and 1. That's not a thing. The people that are in the building at 10, that's what you have. Those are the people you have to choose from. That's what you have to work with. Yeah. And the couple that spoke to me last night, they came in from out of town. They were like, I don't remember where they were from, Salt Lake City maybe. And they were like, man, we've never experienced that before. That's very cool. They were like, a lot of times we go to clubs and there's just this ever never ending like run of single dudes just kind of creepily hanging around and you know it's really uncomfortable and awkward coming so, in an hour before the club closes with expecting this frenzy to fuck. Yeah. yeah 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 well and and that's the beauty of it so i get it if you're used to that kind of environment this is going to fuck you up this is yep. going to throw you off but yeah you got to be prepared for that 
Yep. It was interesting. I It was a learning experience for me, too, in, in how to communicate about those things. And, I mean, I was glad I could hopefully impart a little wisdom on him. He seemed like a great guy. So Super hopefully nice guy. he does well and comes back to another one and, yeah. you know, comes before 9.45 p.m. <laughs> he will next time. Guaranteed. He won't, he won't be late. Absolutely not. So the single guy tip of the week for me this week kind of piggybacks off of last night. So this is really interesting. There's a guy. He comes to all of our Thursday night parties. Right. Like every single one, he's there. Very attractive. Attractive. He's a younger guy, always really well dressed. He was in this really nice kind of like jacket yeah. thing last night. I, know I don't know, black going. like yeah. jacket. So he and I have kind of hit on each other in the past. We flirted with each other, but he has his eye on this one particular woman that is typically there on Thursday nights. Anytime she is there, it's like nobody else in the room fucking yeah, exists. He's sniffing right up her ass. Which is totally fine. It truly is. You have a preference. She's beautiful. I don't fucking blame you. You do your fucking thing. No, I don't blame you. But then all. what happens last night? She's not there. They didn't show up. Right. So he is in fucking scramble mode trying to figure out how he's going to have fun. And he comes to me to talk to me. And I'm like, no, 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 motherfucker. And I was talking to another one of our single guy friends about it. And he was like, well, why does that bother you? And I thought about it for a second. I'm like, well, I really had to like, you know, look inside of myself for a second. Is this just me being egotistical? Is this me being a spoiled brat? And I realized it's neither of those things, in my opinion. It's just that I want to be chosen. I want yeah, to you want feel, to be desired. Yeah, I want to feel important, even if it's just for that short amount of time. I want to feel like I'm a priority, even if it's only for an hour. You know what I mean? No, for sure. And and uh, our friend that you're talking, you're referring to, he's a drop older than this guy. This, the guy that uh, you're talking about, the kid that he's younger than I am. Yeah, he sniffs up this woman's ass, something fierce, and she's a hottie. There's no question about it. But he's young. He's in his late twenties, you know, something like that. And so he doesn't quite understand that what's happening. He doesn't realize he's already fucked up. Yep. And that's what our friend kind of pointed out. He's like, yeah, man, he's young. He doesn't get it. He goes, I tried to tell him. He, he doesn't get it. He's He didn't see it. And it's like, yeah, listen, dude, she's hot. I, I get it. Everyone, she's fucking hot. No question about it. I understand why you're chasing her. But if your intention is to lay the groundwork potentially with someone else like yourself, you can't expect someone to always play second fiddle. Like, right. You can't do that. It might be more advantageous to you to, in a situation where both gals are in the room, to pay attention to one of them more than the other uh, occasionally. You know what I mean? Like show you a little bit more attention. If you intend for that to ever happen uh, on any level, and and he didn't do that, it was a mistake. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's kind of silly in general to go to a lifestyle club and only ever play with one person that kind of eliminates the point of it to me. I mean, that's the reason I have regular play partners and I invite them over to my home. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see them regularly. So I play with them at my house so that when we go to the club, they can focus on their own thing and they can have their own fun and they can have the variety that they crave. That's part of the reason people are in the lifestyle is for that variety. So to be after the same person every single month just seems kind of... I don't know. It seems kind of silly to me. Well, it's also and, a young guy's, that's a young guy thing. That, yeah. That's and and again, that's fine. If that is what you want, if that's why you're going because you want to fuck one particular person, I celebrate that. But don't you dare come to me as a second choice just because she doesn't show up one month. Yeah. that's See, that's a problem. And look, I get it. You're a single guy. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can play the field however you want. But what you can't do is dictate how someone's going to respond to that. Yeah. Right? He can't show you attention one Thursday and then completely ignore you because somebody else is in the room and then come back the following Thursday and go, hey, how, how about we get together? No, no, no. It doesn't yeah. work that way. In fact, the very, very first time he and I were ever like 
talking and flirting with each other. I don't know if it was the first event, but it was definitely the first time he and I really had any level of conversation. We are standing by the lockers. There's kind of a locker room in the club that leads into the lounge area. And we're talking by the lockers and he's flirting with me and he's telling me how you know pretty my dress is and all this stuff. The woman that he's really interested in walks in. He literally walks away from me mid-sentence to talk to her. Yeah, and I'm infatuated. like, okay, that's fine. But you and I will literally never fuck. I wouldn't fuck you with somebody else's pussy. Well, and here's the the really like disappointing part of this. This is a good looking guy. He was the best dressed guest we had last night. Yes. Well put together, well groomed, articulate. He could literally slay the room. Right. What he's done is alienated people. Well, now everyone that goes knows him as like, oh, oh that's, that's so yeah. and so's guy. That's yeah. those are each other's play partners. Yep, we don't mess yeah. with him because that's somebody else's play partner. Yeah. And again, that's just such a weird thing to have happen in a lifestyle environment. Hundred, yeah, especially in a situation like this. I mean, it, that we're referring to, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's really weird. even the other single guys are like, oh yeah, yeah. We, know, we know what he's doing. <laughs> like, you know, like they don't even worry guy. about him. Yeah, like he's not even an issue for them because they know they know exactly where he's going yes you know last night there were there was all they were like oh uh oh what <laughs> what's this look like now because she wasn't there right so they didn't know which way he was going to jump <laughs> but it was really kind of funny to watch yeah you, listen really don't be that guy that's just silly because he's got all the components and unfortunately he just kind of fucked them all up well he you know? he pigeonholed himself that's what he, he did. did yeah which again if that is the priority that's okay but you have to then understand that you are severely limiting any other options you might have no doubt he certainly did and, and you're in this never case, gonna fuck me yeah never. no and it's unfortunate again like i said because good looking dude super well dressed super well put together really nice guy but man did you fuck up yeah you know and and he'll figure it out I mean, if he hasn't already by last night i'm sure he'll figure it out however it is not going to stop him from chasing her around that fucking club because he is infatuated. Well, our friend said it perfectly. Women in this environment want to feel chosen. They want to feel as if you are are so desiring of them that nothing else matters in that moment. Well, who doesn't want to feel that way? Yeah, exactly. And I I mean, especially at a hot wife event, when men are hating on me, especially when it's a fucking hot ass man, like most of the guys that come to our events, that makes me feel important in that moment. Well, don't discount, I don't know about most people, men, anyway, you can't discount, I don't discount how that makes me feel. For example, I, we, just before we started recording, I had a text message while we were driving, so I just looked at it and responded to it. The text message I got was from the beautiful woman who I met with, her and her husband, just after Podbash here in Vegas. They stayed around for a couple of days, and I had the opportunity to meet them. She wanted to play right away, and you know, I don't really do that, so they understood that, and agreed to meet me for a drink and we got to know each other. And now we're communicating. She has made it very clear that she's very interested. She wants that cock. She's very interested. (laughs) And she sends me messages to let me know that. What does that mean? Okay, I'm super fucking flattered because she's smoking hot. Yeah, she could have anyone she wanted. Anybody she wanted. In fact, I know that there were guys chasing her around and she could have had anybody she wanted while she was here. She chose to meet with me. Super fucking nice, right? But here's the bigger picture for me. She is a partnered woman. She and her husband play together in the sense that he is in the room. I do not typically play that way. I am uncomfortable with that at this point because I've had terrible experiences with couples. Because I like them so much and she is so clearly desiring me, I am willing to overlook that and play with her in that capacity because of how she makes me feel about her wanting to be with me. If this was just a situation where this was a couple who was coming in town and just trying to get 
laid, I, there's no fucking way I would do it. Right. I wouldn't. I would just simply wouldn't acquiesce. You're turned on by the fact that she wants you. A hundred percent. Yeah. This woman could text probably a dozen fucking dudes at any given time and they would stop whatever they were doing to be in her fucking presence. Right. right? I mean, that's just who she is. So the fact that she's chasing me and not just not just texting me, but like uh, I again, I got a text message from her, as I just said, I was masturbating last night to the thought of you and my husband. I'm like, holy shit. How do I not? How do I not? play with this woman under whatever fucking circumstance. She wants a fucking marching band in the room. What do I give a fuck? <laughs> marching you know, band. Who gives a shit? Might be a little distracting. Fill the place up. Have at it. <laughs> fucking mariachis, whatever. So, you know, I mean, it's like when you're desire, when someone legitimately desires you, there is something to be said for whatever the fuck else. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, there, guys too, man. We want. Listen, it's nice to be chased once in a while. Yeah. You know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Jade sends me a message about, I'm going to be naked. Kid, uh, I want you to come in my mouth. I'm like, uh, okay. Well, yeah. listen, we had a guy. I I am not eligible for play at the moment, at least with anyone but you. But yeah. we had one of my play partners show up last night. Yes. Who had literally gotten out of the hospital the day before. Yeah. And I'm like, why the fuck are you here? And he's like, I really wanted to see you. I was really flattered that you invited me to the event, and I missed you. I haven't seen you since Pod Bash. Checked and I'm himself like, out of the hospital, just taking the fucking wristband off. It's like, yeah. Dude, talk about feeling desire. I was like, geez, Amoli, I should do just about anything. For, I, I even thought about, do you want like a blowjob or something? Like, what can I do for you? I don't think you? he was in the condition for no, it. No, I don't think he was in the mood either. And like I said, I was not playing last night. But I mean, that's what I'm talking about when I talk about feeling important and being desired. Yeah. That's a really, really big fucking deal. And the more that guys can make women feel that way in those environments, the more successful they're going to be and the better reputation they're going to have. Uh, no Because question. again, we fucking talk. We hot wives talk. Well, on that note, what I'm about to tell you today has a whole lot to do with wanting to be desired. Holy shit, was this fucking hot? And it started, by the way, with a text message from this amazing lady's husband. Oh. That's how this whole fucking thing started. I know so, nothing. No, you don't know anything about this. So this is exciting. I'm super excited yeah, to hear this the details. Is, this is how you know you are appreciated, not desired, appreciated by a couple or a person in general, but in this case, a couple who was awesome anyway. This is how I know I have absolutely chosen and have been chosen by the right play partner. Oh. No question about it. Desire is a big fucking deal. Well, we need to get to all the details. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Fume. Breaking bad habits can be incredibly stressful and uncomfortable, and that's why Fume's amazing award-winning device is so helpful for helping to break those bad habits, especially of the hand-to-mouth variety. Fume is an innovative and award-winning flavored air device that helps you break those bad habits. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, it is completely natural, and instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habits easier than ever before. Your fume comes with an adjust adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which can be very helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while you're breaking your habit. I have a lot of friends that I've recommended this device to I actually sent it to a family member who has been struggling with the hand-to-mouth bad habit for literally years and says this is helping him so much, mostly because he has something in his hand that he can mess with throughout the day so he doesn't have as much craving plus he loves the flavored air both his favorite flavor and mine is the mint it tastes so good highly recommend checking that one out 
But it really is true. Breaking a bad habit can be hard, so why not make it easier? Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and can even be fun. Fume has served over 150,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason you can't be one of them. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup with destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code FPS to save 10% off when you get your journey pack. That's tryfum.com and use code FPS to save an additional 10% off of your order today. This episode of French Porch Swingers is brought to you by Promescent. I love Promescent's products so much so that last night when we were at the Lifestyle Club, my entire swingers bag was stocked up with Promescent products. One of my favorites that I carry with me literally all the time is their before and after wipes. I use them to clean up before a play session or right after. They smell amazing. They're very skin sensitive. So for people like me that break out very easily, they're a great option. I also really love Promescent's lubes. They don't get sticky or gloppy and they never Never leave me feeling itchy down there, which is something that I've experienced with other lubes in the past. Permescent really takes their products seriously, and they use the highest quality ingredients in all of their products. And right now, you can get them at 10% off when you go to promescent.com slash FPS. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS for 10% off of all of their bedroom wellness products. We are headed to the Lone Star State, and I am so excited. First of all, I've never been to Austin before, and we've never hosted a Hot Wife event in the state of Texas. So this is a big deal for us. We're going to be at Colette Austin on November 10th for the Real Hot Wives of Austin. This is an amazing club. If you guys haven't been there, you absolutely need to check it out. It is beautiful. The people that run Colette are amazing, and we're so excited to bring together Hot Wife couples, cuckold couples, and respectful single men for a night of Hot Wife fun in Austin. You can find all of the information and get your tickets at members.frontporchswingers.com. We hope to see you at the Real Hot Wives of Austin. I love when I get to hear the details of your fun at the same time as our listeners. I just feel like it's so authentic, like my reactions to everything, because I literally have no idea what went down aside from you went to her house. That's all I know. Yeah. And again, we've never given her a name. We really should give her a name. Someone suggested, and this is funny. Someone that knows her? So you always say, like, this woman ate her Wheaties because yes. she, like, goes to fucking town and she's very, you know. Oh, yeah, she does. She's very active, if you will. Yes, she is. So we were, so someone was like, you should call her Wheaties. And I'm like, that's a horrible that's name terrible for such name. a beautiful woman. We can't call her Wheaties. She's way too hot for that shit. It's got to no. be, like, a hot name. Like, like uh, Scarlet or Natasha or something. I, I was thinking Natasha. Okay, Natasha she's, it is. She reminds me of a Natasha. Uh, kind of like like that whole Boris and Natasha thing. I mean, she doesn't look anything <laughs> like that. She's a redhead. But I, I, you know what I mean? Like that kind of seductress that she is. Yeah, because she's of... a fucking sex kitten, man. She's got to have a hot name. I like Natasha. All right, so let me break this down for you. This is how this goes. First of all, I don't get to see her nearly as much as I would like to, right? Her, their schedule is as crazy as ours. We were trying to compare travel schedules when I, I was just seeing her the other day. I'm like, this is fucking nuts. <laughs> These are the days we're here. These are the days you're here. Let's just find one between now and fucking January. <laughs> we can figure this out. Now, what's ironic is we are going to see them. We'll see them at a Halloween party at our friend's house. We're going to see them. At, we see them at events all the time. Well, we have a lot of mutual friends. We do. Yeah. But in terms of kind of connecting to play, it's it's difficult to arrange those schedules for us because they're, they're they travel a lot. But we're gonna we're gonna figure it out. And try to do it a little bit more often. As it is right now, it's like once every two months, yeah. something like that. But I'm here to tell you, Natasha is a fucking sex kitten. 
hot as balls. I mean, you know what she looks oh, like. Oh, she's one of those women that just oozes sex appeal she's too. Like so fucking hot. Just even, I mean, she and I don't like flirt with each other, but even right. when I talk to her, I just feel like sex pouring out of well, her. Well, yeah, she's that kind of woman where when you're around her, even if you're not, like sex isn't even a conversation between us at the moment. We're at a, an event or a party or whatever. Maybe it's because we have been intimate and there's that connection. It's like, I really just want to get you out of those clothes. Like, holy <laughs> shit. So it's just weird, right? But anyway, I get a text Why is message. that weird? That's well, awesome. Because uh, you know, you're not like that with very many no, people. No, yeah, no, that's no. what I mean, it is. Yeah, no. You and she seem to really have a, an interesting sexual connection that you don't have with that many people. No. Like you, I can tell you like thirst after her. She's fucking, listen, she's fucking hot. It's not just that she's attractive. That's that's just, you know what I mean? That's not, it's, that's not it. She is sexy and and seductive for sure and she's also very confident and poised like she's a very sophisticated woman and she just has this like aura of she knows who the fuck she is well like uh, the we were at the club one of our events one night she came i was up front talking to somebody she walked right up to me with she had a bot a pair of panties on nothing else walked right up to me she's like uh i would really like to play i'm like oh well you're ready it looks like you're (laughs) Clearly good to go. She's that kind of confident, you know? So I get a text message from her husband the day I'm going to meet her, which was day before yesterday? Or was it? No, it was day before yesterday. Yes. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. So I get a text message from him early in the afternoon. He's like, hey, Brian, hope I'm not catching you at a bad time. I just wanted to run something past you. I spend an inordinate amount of money on lingerie for Natasha. I want her to wear something for me. What's your favorite type of lingerie? Oh. So, you know, me, I don't. I'm not a lingerie guy necessarily. Why is that not a thing? Well, how many pieces of lingerie do you suppose I've seen in my life? Yeah, but isn't it still sexy? No, not entirely. It's not like I... like. So you're saying you don't care if I wear a fucking oversized t-shirt or if I wear... When you come out of the bathtub and you have a t-shirt on with no panties, that works for me just like it would if you had on a negligee. Really? Absolutely. Who calls it negligee, you fucking fucking 90-year-old man? (laughs) I have seen more fucking lingerie and picked out more lingerie for entertainers than I care to even fucking think about. Yeah, that's so fair. It's just not a big deal for me. Kind of like it's kind of like uh, uh, fake boobs. Eh, whatever. Okay. Oh, by cool. the way, uh, like a hundred people reached out and said you're wrong about the male underwear thing. Just on that subject, quickly. I disagree. Anyway. My play partner agreed with me a hundred percent. Well, she's like the only one. So whatever. <laughs> Maybe she's just trying to get laid. I don't know. Anyway. He sends me this message. I'm like, okay. He's asking. I know what's happening here. She wants. To, he wants her to look hot because he likes the video. Obviously, there's video involved, and she he, she wants to feel sexy. I'm gonna I'm gonna play along. I'm gonna figure this out. I'm surprised she's into lingerie because that woman is naked. I've seen her naked more than I've seen you naked. Well, it doesn't last long. That's for <laughs> sure. So I said, okay. I said, look, um, I like unique stuff. White is a thing for me. Thigh highs and or garters. You know, that kind of thing. He goes, I got you. Taken care of. I, and I said, listen, I'll do you a favor. I'll keep it on her as long as I possibly can. He goes, yeah, I need my money's worth out of this shit. <laughs> so apparently how he picks her out our lingerie, they go to a store. He'll pick it out. He'll get it off the off the shelf or off the, the hanger, crumple it in the ball and throw it on the floor just to see what it looks like down there. And then that's how he figures if he likes it or not. That is fucking hilarious. So he's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, I tell him this. We are texting back a little bit more, and I say, "Listen, I know that, you know you're going to have video. I, I promise I'm going to I'll make it worthwhile. I'll, I'll make sure it's on video. You know the whole nine yards." So I text her about an hour before we're going to meet, just to make sure she's still good to go. She is. She says the door's open. Just come, just come upstairs. Clearly, she's going to have this lingerie on. This is what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. So I get over there, and of course they live five minutes down the road from us, which is super fucking convenient. So I get over there, go upstairs, say hello. Sure enough, uh, she comes to the door or to the top of the stairs. 
she's got bourbon laid out and she is in a white like two piece lingerie set with thigh highs, the garters, all of it. Oh my gosh. With, a black, with like, bourbon? Yeah, yeah. With a black see through kind of meshy robe, the kind that you wear. Yeah. Over the top of it. It's hiding nothing. Okay. <laughs> it's covering <laughs> That's absolutely kind of the nothing. point. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, I, I put my shit down. I hug her. I give her a kiss. And I'm, I'm admiring this lingerie, which of course I had to make a point of because I chose it clearly (laughs) and it just so happened she had exactly what i was talking to him about so now we're sitting on the couch now normally when we sit on the couch we are fully clothed she is in regular street clothes and we share a a cocktail together well she has virtually nothing on and i'm like this this can't go on very long like there's no (laughs) way we're gonna be able to sit here and i'm just gonna pretend that she's not in this amazing lingerie Sure enough, it doesn't. I finish my drink. She finishes hers, and boom, she is on my lap. Now I have said like this straddling to you, you, straddling me, sexy. I've said this to you before. She is talk about sensitive nipples. Holy shit! I am biting on her nipples. Like I just pulled the top of her laundry down a little bit because she basically sticks her tits in my face, and it's like <laughs> you know, take care of this. She has amazing tits. Oh too. my god! So I am biting on her nipples. They're pierced. And that's all I'm doing. My hands are on her ass, and already it's the amazing noises. She can orgasm from the the nipple play. God, I'm so jealous. She and Jade both. I am so jealous of that. Well, so as this is happening, I'm kissing all over her, and we're making out a little bit. But she's, you know, she's pretty tall, and she's on my lap. She's straddling me, and I'm just feeling all over her. I have all my clothes on at this point. I'm wearing, you know, jeans and a a button-down shirt, and uh, I did manage to take my my shoes off prior to this because I had a feeling this is where it was headed, <laughs> and there's nothing more awkward than stopping all of this and having to undo your fucking shoes, right? It's like the worst Especially thing Especially if they're hard to get off. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing fucking Doc Martens. Like it's when like, we lived in Montana and I played with guys that wore cowboy boots and oh, it'd take them nightmare. fucking four minutes to get them off. I'm like, yeah. why? Why are we doing this? Yeah, just take them off. They're coming <laughs> off anyway. So I take my boots and my socks off anyhow, you know. So she's straddling me. And this intense kind of, you know, I'm biting on her and nibbling on her. And we're making out and I'm squeezing her ass. So finally, I reach around from behind her and start playing with her clit. From behind? She, yes. Oh, that's hot. She is dripping wet. I dripping bet. Wet. My pants were wet through her bottoms. Holy fuck, All that's I've hot. done is bitten on her nipples. That's it. And she has these amazing orgasms. And I'm telling you, this has gone on. This goes on for like 15 minutes. And then of Where course, you're just biting her nipples and playing with her clit for 15. Yes. yes. Listen, that's a lot of restraint. That's it. I am rock hard. I, now, at one point, she did take my shirt off, but I still have my pants on. Damn. And then, of course, it occurs to me, the last time this happened, which we hadn't even talked about yet, the camera's rolling in the bedroom. We're not even, we haven't even gotten there yet. <laughs> So we're, there's portions of this you don't get to see, obviously, right? Because we're in the fucking living room. So I, I said something to her. She goes, we need to move this to the bedroom immediately. I'm like, done. No problem. <laughs> so I stay, well, I say that. She says that. I stand up. She takes my pants off. So now we're in the living room. On she the, takes your pants takes off? Takes my pants off. I drop them right there in the living room. Left them right there on the floor. Well, as I step out of them, I am rock hard. She gets on her knees and starts choking on my cock. We're again still in the living room. Oh, she's so naughty. Well, this is where there's kind of like, you know, you have those moments of levity in these intense moments. And this was hot as fuck. She also likes it a little rougher. So I I have a handful of her hair and I'm choking her like with my hand and I'm pulling her hair. And she is choking, literally choking on my cock. 
until she gets to the point where she very literally chokes on my cock and is has to stop. She's coughing, gagging the whole nine yards. <laughs> has to run to the bathroom. I thought she was going to be sick. I was like, oh, shit, this is fucking terrible. Because I feel like this is my fault. Clearly, I, <laughs> I have done this. You know, I go to the bedroom. I get her a towel. And I'm like, hey, everything okay? She goes, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sorry. I got a little carried away. I'm like, no, clearly my fault. I'm forcing my cock down your throat. <laughs> you know. Anyway, Natasha doesn't skip a fucking beat. She now she has taken the robe off while she was on my lap and I took her top off while she was on my lap, but she still has the panties and the garters and all that on. And that didn't come off until we got into the bedroom. I got on the bed. She got on with me. And so she straddles me. She gets on top of me. Panties are still on, mind you. Okay. So I'm laying on my back. She's on top of me, and again, I go to uh, commence to biting on her nipples, and now I'm playing with her clit from the front. The, the bottoms are soaking wet. I'm like, this is ridiculous. They have to come off. Oh, God, that's So we hot. take her panties off. She gets on top. She's straddling me. And like I said, she is incredibly orgasmic, and when she squirts, it's full-on Mount Vesuvius. It's happening, right? It is it is old faithful. It's going down. So I am playing with her clit and biting on her nipples and she is writhing and grinding and man, she came and squirted all over me. It's the hottest fucking thing. That is so hot. When you can assist someone in getting to that point of like eroticism and intensity, that's pretty, it's when they're not your primary partner, like yeah. that's next level shit, right? Because I know how your body works. Right, I, I know that we could dial, turn the dials a little bit here, a little bit there, there, make a little adjustments. I know where you need to be. This is not my primary partner, but we have this intensity going on. It's like everything I'm doing is just working. Yeah. Right? Just working. Well, I think that's probably because you're also really, really good at picking up cues. Your sexual IQ is very high. Well, the first time we ever played, all she had to do was go, you can bite harder. I was like, done. Done. In. <laughs> all in. And, Say less. <laughs> and from that point on, it's just been full on. So while she's she she's straddling me, I am, of course I have my I'm choking her with one hand. I'm squeezing one of her tits. I'm biting her nipples. I mean, this is just kind of this aggressive but sensual kind of thing going on. And this happens for a while. She she is on top of me, not going anywhere for a, for a hot second. She kind of slides down after a while, starts sucking my cock again. Although now, of course, I'm apprehensive because in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, shit, we don't want to, I don't want to have to run to the Let's bathroom again. Let's not kill my play partner. Yeah, so I'm a little bit more gentle with the whole thing, but I am, you know, kind of wrapping her hair in my hand and, you know, that kind of thing. I'm not choking her, not doing that. She's just choking herself, essentially gagging. And so eventually I roll her over, I get her on her back. I haven't even gone down on her yet. Like nothing. I've done nothing but bite her nipples and play with her clit. Like, that's as far as I got. Damn. So she saws the thigh highs on. They're white. And on the back of them is this like black stitching. And it was almost like roses going up the back. Very hot. Oh, that sounds sexy. Super hot. So I get her on her back. I pull her toward me and I go down on her. And again, the combination to the safe is, you know, licking and nibbling on her clit and squeezing her nipples. I can't even keep her flat on the bed. She's not just arching her back. She's literally like bridging like on the writhing. bed. Like writhing. Yeah, it's crazy. So I'm, I'm, it's like I'm trying to stay on for eight seconds. You know what I mean? <laughs> not an easy thing to do. Wild Bronco, that woman. Natasha is animated. She is a, a woman who simply is uninhibited. You know, you talk about like getting into a, a situation with a, a comfortable situation with a partner where... You know, your makeup's running, you, it just doesn't fucking matter. You're choking, you're gagging, you drool running down. It doesn't matter. 
that's who she is. She's super fucking confident, just doesn't care. Well, she's also a very free spirit. A hundred percent. Which yeah. I fucking love. hundred percent. So I'm enjoying this for a bit until finally she sits up. She's like, you have got to fuck me. Because we've been at this every bit of 30 minutes or more since we started on the couch. Now, of course, we're in the bedroom. And, you know, while there is a camera there, you don't know it's there. It's kind of like ours. It's hidden. And so we're... I know that we're in frame, and so I want to keep us where we are. I reach over. I have to go all the way to the nightstand to grab a condom. I foolishly did not pre-open anything because I was so in the heat of this thing. It didn't even occur to me. And I pull the condom out. She's laying on her back. I get on top of her while she's on her back. And, man, it is fucking on. I am absolutely pounding her as hard as I can. We are splish-splashing everywhere. It is a fucking mess, and it is super fucking hot. So, again, while I'm fucking her, I'm back to biting on her nipples, because that's like... I mean, it's just where we're, where she gets like the most sensation. It's crazy. Jade is super intense that way, but Natasha's like next level. And this, again, goes on for a, for a while, much longer than I anticipated. I wasn't even expecting to last as long as I did because I was so fucking worked up from her sucking my cock and stroking my cock and all of this. And like I said, it's a half an hour, 45 minutes, and we're still going at it. And finally, I, I stopped for a second. To adjust myself, she sits up, starts making out with me again. She's she's stroking my cock. I briefly turn her over, licking her from behind, but I just didn't want. I wanted to fuck her from the from the top position. I, I, I don't know for whatever reason I rolled her back over, and I, I I may have been thinking in the back of my mind about like the image that's going to be able to be seen on the camera. <laughs> oh, you think that was a thing? Uh, yeah, I think I... Well, I'm really... Like I, subconsciously, you're like, yeah. I want her husband to have a good fucking view. Yeah, man, I dig him. <laughs> he's so fucking cool. And he's just so easy to talk to and, and just a solid dude that I wanted to provide as much of this as I possibly could for him. And I promised him I would. So I think that probably subconsciously, I, I kept kind of maneuvering myself and she in, in a position that would be conducive to him being able to see as much as possible. And so... Now I've got her ankles, one ankle in each hand, and I'm going to town. And man, when she's moaning and having these orgasms, and you know, every once in a while I'll lean down and she'll like grab my head and start kissing me. It's super fucking. It's just hot. And eventually, she came so hard that she made me come. Oh, like, holy shit! Like like you do. Like I had not experienced that with her before. Does she clench like I do? She did then. Yeah. Oh because dang! It, it was like just this animal like fucking movement and grinding and squeezing it was super fucking intense my god that sounds so sexy it really was and i gotta tell you so i got to our house 4 30 we maybe started playing around 4 50 it was before five o'clock we didn't wrap it up till 6 30 yeah. i texted you at 6 30 like hey i'm on my way and we are literally five minutes down the road yep it was fucking hot man so we're laying there, and uh, I just collapsed. She was spent. A fucking bed is soaking wet. <laughs> and so we're laying there. I'm kind of rubbing on her leg, and we're talking and, and talking through the whole thing and how hot that was and how sorry I was that she fucking choked, basically, uh, within five minutes of this whole thing going down and had to run to the fucking bathroom. I felt terrible. But, man, what an intense session that was. And it all started with her partner reaching out to me and asking me what lingerie I wanted her to wear. It really set the tone. Well, were you turned on by that? Were you turned on by the idea that you were obviously doing something kind of for him too? This is where it goes for me. And I, I talk about this a lot when it comes to connection and chemistry, right? 
I was much more, and this is someone I play with a lot. We know them very well, but I was much more comfortable in that moment because he reached out to me seemingly unsolicited by her to ask me what I wanted to see her in because he also wanted to enjoy her in lingerie, right? That gives me a level of comfort. They're good with me. Like I don't have, there's no fucking hangups here, right? No, absolutely not. Whatever I've done to this point has gotten me a ticket to the fucking ride. Well, they're also just a very secure couple. A husband that that is insecure would not reach out in that way. This is a man who obviously is very comfortable in his relationship. And like you said, very comfortable with you too, you know? It's it's huge, huge for me. The idea, first of all, and you know, it's always different when you're at someone else's home, right? And And I've been to their home many times now, but on their couch, in their living room, I'm drinking his bourbon. <laughs> his wife is straddling me. She is stroking my cock through my pants. She is orgasming all over me in the couch. Like, I, I guess you like me enough to let me do that, right? Well, fuck yeah. So that's like a big fucking deal. It's not just like I'm coming over and, uh, you know, uh, running to the bedroom and it's uh, missionary. and It's none of that weird shit. It's like this organic whatever happens happens kind of thing. And it, there's something fucking intense about that. But the fact that he was so just comfortable and cool with reaching out to me and saying, Hey, this is what I'm, I'm interested in. I know she wants this as well type situation. What do you, what are you into? Well, I think it's hot too, because I think I firmly believe there are a lot of hot wife husbands in this space that they're not necessarily not turned on by their, by their wife being with somebody else, but they're not necessarily involved. Like they're not, you know, actively no. thinking about what a scene is going to look like or what's going to happen during it. They just know that their wife's going to get fucked and then they're going to reconnect. Yeah. This is very different. This is a man who is clearly so turned on by the idea of her being with you to to the point that he's reaching out to ask you which lingerie she should have on. Well, and to that point, it actually made me think you have some regular play partners. One of them, Cade, who we refer to as Cade, he wants to meet me. We have not put this together yet. I want to reach, I'm going to reach out to the guys that I know before you play with them and give them similar information. I love that. I think it's because so hot. There is something intense about it because literally, I'm while I'm with this smoking hot woman doing amazing things with her, and I'm thinking in the back of my mind how excited he must be when he sees this like how hot this is going to be for him that's kind of what's going through my head now i don't know if all the guys are going to think that way i have no fucking idea but i know a couple of them if i were to say hey here's what i'd like to see i don't have to see it i just want to know that it happened right so that when she tells me about it i know that i put that in play well i think any of my play partners would be open to that for sure they would but that's the kind of thing that's like when people say well why don't you watch why don't you want to be there Eh, i don't need to because i kind of put this in motion and I know that I'm going to get it later. Right. So I don't need to see it right now. I'm going to experience it down, you know, when it's all over with. Yeah. That kind of thing. While I'm choking on your cock and you're demanding details, which is usually what happens. Exactly. Your cock is in my mouth and you're like, tell me what he did to you. And I'm like, well, do you want me to suck your cock or tell you? And you're like, both. (laughs) Yes. Figure it out. That's your job. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. In that moment, I want you to figure it out. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, again, every time I play with uh, Natasha, there's definitely a new element there. It seems to be, I mean, I dare say better, but it's because it's, it's always so fucking hot. But this was a unique situation. We've it escalates, never, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there is definitely an escalation. This is not something that's happened before. I do feel like now going forward, I will hear from her husband more about what might take place. And that's fun for me. And when I see them, we're going to see them next week. I'm going to mention it to him because I thought it was super, super fucking hot. That's great. Yeah, I mean, listen... 
smoking hot lady great fucking couple i would say even more than just like smoking hot and sex kitten and things like that i always tell women like they should strive to be natasha in that she is unashamedly looking for pleasure you know what i mean oh, she yeah. accepts pleasure 100 she just lives in the moment she's not neurotic she just i mean i guess i don't know exactly what's going no, through her no, head no. but she's she certainly super, doesn't seem like it she's super confident man yeah i mean it's just she just oozes that appeal because of that and yeah. i mean again like not everyone's going to have that level of confidence but working towards that i think will result in significantly hotter sex no question about it and i imagine it is helpful and of course it's a question that i would have to ask her I'm sure it's easier for her when there's a partner that she's accustomed to and comfortable with. That certainly makes a difference. Also with the 100% enthusiasm of her partner, her husband. So I'm sure there's something to that. I think she's also comfortable enough as I am with her and with them at this point that there's no nothing to be uncomfortable about, yeah. right? So there's a level of that I think that makes this easier. But for a gal like her to play the way she does with me and be, and be as comfortable as she is with me. I mean, that's fucking huge, man. It, and I'm telling you, this was hot. I don't know how many orgasms took place. I don't know how many times squirting took place. I have no fucking idea. I was lost in all of that. I was literally enjoying them. Outside of our play, I rarely get lost in a moment, right? It's not the norm for me. Typically, right. I'm always thinking of a million fucking things. My mind is constantly turning. This was a situation where I lost track of some time. In fact, when we wrapped it up, when I started getting dressed, I realized, shit, how long have I been gone? It was longer than I expected. Because again, we live five minutes away. It's not like I'm going to Jade's and having to drive 40 minutes. But I was like, oh shit, I've been gone a hot second. You know, I, I need to, I need to text Brenna. And it was a while. It was much longer than I thought. And man, I just got lost in it fucking hot i love it that was a really really hot story <laughs> thank you to natasha i'm glad we finally gave her a name we are going to be doing a bonus episode exclusively for our patreon community this week i'm very excited to do that maybe we'll do the blindfold thing maybe that'll be the next bonus episode i'm really interested to see if that impacts our chemistry or oh, just turn the fucking lights that's ah, still too bright here. Nah, we, need a, we need blindfolds yeah. yeah so anyway we'll have that available on our patreon page if you want to go to patreon.com slash french porch swingers uh, we also have a new sex on your terms that's up that i think is a really interesting discussion. I would love for you guys to check that out if you're on our Patreon. Again, patreon.com slash front porch swingers. If you want to see the naughty shit, mostly me getting railed by hot men, you can find it on onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. Make sure to check out our upcoming events. If you apply for a membership on our site, uh, you have to apply and we then approve you, assuming that you have a good application. And then you can see all of the events that are coming up, but you're also the first ones to know when we have new events. So if you want to see where we're going before anyone else does that's members.frontporchswingers.com for all of that information and what else do we have we have a ton of shit coming up denver next next week hot wife halloween austin at colette on november 10th just so much cool shit and if you can get to club Pravada in december december 2nd saturday in portland you definitely should best club in the country cannot fucking wait to get there same as always thank you guys very much for listening thanks everybody